welcome to the Resilient Strength Podcast. I am your host, Naomi, head coach and owner of East Coast Strength and Pocket Duck, Connecticut. And this is episode 18. So today we're going to talk about a uh, very helpful method to uh, improve strength training, and that is bands and chains. So bands are more commonly seen, you know, being used in warm-ups, stretching, mobility, Uh, They're used in uh, any kind of like Pilates, yoga, um, light resistance kind of training. People, you know, take them with them when they go traveling just so they have some sort of resistance. And chains are rarely ever seen uh, except in maybe pictures of somebody doing pull-ups, you know, with them wrapped around their neck, you know, because somehow it makes them look more tough. I don't know. But both have uh, even better benefit when they're used for what is called variable resistance training. So most of us are familiar with constant resistance, where the load on the bar, you know, for example, is constant. So if you have 400 pounds on the bar for a squat, you have 400 pounds at the top, at the bottom, and everywhere in between. But variable resistance training, in contrast, is a form of resistance training where the load varies, hence variable, through the full range of motion. So with bands, the load increases as the band tension increases. You know, for a squat, for example, you could have 400 pounds of load at the top of the movement, which can be summed up by, say, 380 pounds with weight plates and the bar. And then you have 120 pounds of band tension, approximately 30% of 400 pounds at the top of the movement. But when you get to the bottom of the movement, the band slacks leaving you with 380 pounds with which to accelerate out of the bottom. The same is the case with chains. You know, you have chains that are hanging from the bar and the weight naturally increases at the top of the lift, whereas at the bottom of the lift, the chains kind of curl into a pile on the floor. Now, obviously all of the chain weight would not be lost in the bottom because some of that weight is still hanging from the the bar, therefore adding some degree of resistance of weight but really it's it's a such a small amount so let's take a quick step back and i want to first discuss a word that i just mentioned a minute ago when talking about coming out of the bottom and that's the word accelerate if you listen to the podcast episode 17 a couple weeks ago where i talked about how plyometrics can help improve strength i approve i uh, broke down a few terms so velocity is how quickly an object moves in a specific direction Force is how the mass of an object is accelerated. So a heavy object requires more force and accelerates slower, whereas a lighter object requires less force and accelerates faster. Acceleration is the rate in the change of velocity from one point to another. You know, we are always talking about the acceleration of a car, for example. How, f- how fast a car can accelerate from zero to 60 miles per hour. Power is force multiplied by velocity. So if you want to to hear a little bit more about those terms and about plyometrics and how those can help you to improve strength, please go back to episode 17. I really encourage you to check out some of the, the previous episodes because I am always building off of one episode to another. So strength-based sports like powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting, strongman, you know, etc., are all sports where we talk about training to get stronger, right? That's, that's our goal. So strength is exhibited through the force with which you produce to accelerate a weight. 
you know, a deadlift, for example, you produce force into the ground to accelerate that bar off of the ground, right? So I think we can all agree that the slower we move that weight, the harder it feels. So variable resistance training in, is one way in which we can increase how fast and how powerful we are to produce that force and move that weight, which can help with how it feels and how hard it is, right? So bands and chains can both help in this way, but in slightly different ways. So the difference between chains and bands would really depend upon the mechanical adaption that we're looking to get. So here's an example. Chains may help to increase force and acceleration, you know, which is what we just talked about. Bands, on the other hand, can increase the muscle activation and motor unit recruitment, including high threshold motor units for fast twitch muscle types. And the reason why I just mentioned that you might want to go back on previous episodes to hear what I'm talking about and how I build on episode to episode, this is why. Uh, back in episode six, we talked about uh, maximum effort equals maximum results. And we talked about motor unit recruitment specifically. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying that bands can help with that motor unit recruitment for high threshold motor units. And in episode 17, I also discussed this and I discussed how motor unit recruitment, high threshold motor units are not necessarily just about if you're recruiting high threshold motor units, which are very helpful for both force, power, and speed, which are all three very different aspects. Just because you are moving a heavy weight doesn't mean you're moving it powerfully or fast. So go back to those episodes to hear a little bit more and uh, kind of have a little bit of better understanding about what I'm talking about here. So when bands are used to increase muscle activation and motor unit recruitment, then they are helping to maximally contract your muscle as quickly as possible to produce force and accelerate the bar. Because in episode 17, we talked about the rate of force development, which is the speed at which force is generated. So that is the rate the neuromuscular system, we're talking about motor unit recruitment, can maximally contract the muscle in a short amount of time at maximum speed. So we want to increase that muscle activation. We want to increase how quickly we can contract our muscles to produce force as quickly as possible and accelerate that bar as quickly as possible. But both chains and bands can be also really beneficial to overcome inertia in the sticking point. And that is actually one of my favorite reasons to use bands and chains. So we have all experienced that sticking point, right? That is the point in a lift where the bar speed slows down and we have to grit our teeth to try and get past it to finish the lift. You know, think about coming back out of the hole from a squat. You come back from the bottom, you're moving, you're moving, and then you just kind of pause, right? when it's a really heavy weight and you have to really produce as much energy as possible to try and get past that, that little bit of a pause to finish that lift, right? The sticking point can lead to a change in technical form, which can subsequently affect force production. So we want to improve that sticking point as best as we can. That's not to say that if we work on this with bands and chains, that sticking point will no longer be a problem. Unfortunately, that is just physics. 
But if we can improve our ability to get past that sticking point at a certain weight, then that helps us to get stronger, therefore increasing our one repetition maximum, right? So as I mentioned in episode 17, the speed at which you are able to lift naturally decreases as the load increases. That means when we are at the bottom of a lift where the band tension is light, then the total load on the bar is significantly less, meaning we can accelerate quickly. But as the bar goes up, the band tenses, adding more weight to the bar and making it more difficult. Ideally, if we're focusing on improving our ability to get past that sticking point, then we want that band tension to start to increase maybe a little bit before where it is that we happen to hit that sticking point. And the sticking point really changes and varies depending upon the person, their anthropometry, limb length, all that kind of stuff. So being able to assess specifically how a person might hit that sticking point and where will help to also determine where exactly we want that band tension to start to increase, making it slightly more difficult and forcing us to accelerate out of that point. And of course, to be able to recruit motor unit recruitment, high threshold motor units to get out of that. However, because the load increases throughout that lift, this also allows us to improve acceleration. So that's where we can see the improvement of bands. And the same is the case for chains as well. So where bands are helping us to contract our high threshold motor units, you know, to move and contract more quickly, chains help to increase force into the ground and into the bar to accelerate the weight. So variable resistance shouldn't be the only method utilized to increase force and velocity. You know, it's just one of the many. And as I always say for everything, especially methodologies, which this is a method, this is not a magic pill. It is simply a valid method. It's been researched. There's a whole ton of research out there showing how beneficial it can be to incorporate into a progressive periodized program based upon what that person needs and where they are in the program. It's not for everybody, but it can be very beneficial for many. The good news is that bands can be helpful in other ways as well, not just for those who are looking to increase their strength or their power. So when training youth or older adults, the purpose may be more neuromuscular than it might be mechanical or physiological where you know you might be increasing motor skill development you know for adolescents to improve movement quality in order to be able to move well which will translate to being able to better build muscular size and strength later on with old, older adults on the other hand the purpose can be to maintain muscle while also limiting any reductions in motor skills. Because as we get older, we not only lose muscle, but we also lose our, our motor skill you know, abilities. You know, we get a little bit slower, our reaction time is a little bit slower, all those kinds of things. So using bands and chains can actually help to build that uh, motor skill development or maintain it rather for older adults, as well as to be able to maintain some of that muscular uh, strength and size. Bands can also be used for anybody for endurance and to improve fatigue resistance if we're using higher volumes with a little bit lighter load. And they can be used to increase hypertrophy if we're using more moderate loads for 
moderate to higher weights. So like I said, I personally love them for increasing force and velocity, especially out of the sticking point, but they are a really versatile tool and every lifter um, should consider it. But like I said, it is very beneficial for many, but not for all. So again, it's really a matter of assessing that person's program, where they're at, what they need, and if any kind of method, not just bands and chains, will help them to improve whatever it is that they're trying to improve. So that's all we have for today. If you have any questions, comments, snide remarks, as I always say, don't hesitate to reach out. And as always, if you are looking for remote programming or if you are in the southeastern Connecticut area, then hey, let's talk. I want to see if I can help you to improve whatever it is that you're looking to improve. We are at East Coast Strength, one of the few strongman powerlifting gyms in the area. We focus mainly on the strength aspects. So if you're looking to be able to focus on that kind of stuff, reach out. Let's see how we can help you out. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>